It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. A look at the Miami Dolphins' rich heritage on the defensive side of the ball by identifying Mount Rushmore candidates for every position based on the Dolphins' current history. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. Today is Tuesday, July 4th. 2023. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with Joe Marino. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Today on the show, shout out to our everydayers who are plugged in with us on a daily basis here on Locked On. Defensive side of the ball, football, we did offense yesterday, and the objective is take every player that's ever played for the history of the Miami Dolphins. It's about 60 years now and put all those players into a pool divided by positions. And if you had to identify to appreciate the history of what the Miami Dolphins have had across nearly 60 years, who would you put at the Mount Rushmore of each position for the Miami Dolphins? I think this is a really fun exercise to do. Uh, of course, today being July 4th, for those of us who are stateside and the the monumental... Uh, landmark that that is on the calendar for the anniversary of the U.S. independence and that history, looking at the history of this football team as the team tries to add its own mark on history in 2023. And there's some players on this current team uh, who may have something to say about being on these Mount Rushmores by the time their careers come to a close. Of course, the Dolphins between the 70s with the no-name defense and the Killer Bees, the Jimmy Johnson slash Dave Wanstad slash first year of Nick Saban defenses in the, the late 1990s, early 2000s. What the Dolphins had with Brian Flores in 2020 and 2021 from a turnover perspective, ripe with defensive heritage and history. And we're going to appreciate some of those players here today on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. So we're going to start with the defensive line. And I put tackles and ends together just to kind of streamline this process a little bit. Um, But also because I I do think Miami has a lot of presence on the line that if you broke it up into two, you could really make some early commitments to players currently on the roster for being on a Rushmore. Uh, I'm looking at you, Christian Wilkins, with defensive tackles, with what defensive tackle history has looked like for the Dolphins. 
but to keep it streamlined and, and to simplify this process, we put defensive ends and defensive tackles together. And there's two absolute no-brainers, one of which is just one of a handful of first ballot Hall of Famers in the history of the Miami Dolphins, Jason Taylor. Guy won Defensive Player of the Year playing for Nick Saban in 2006. Uh, was a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the top 10 sack artists in NFL history. Just a tremendous story out of Akron. Small, underdeveloped, buds into this ferocious pass rusher that kind of flew in the face of general uh, conventional wisdom at the time. 204 games played for the Dolphins for Jason Taylor. 204 games as what was considered at the time an undersized defensive end linebacker hybrid type. Top 10 in NFL history in sacks, the vast majority of those coming with the Dolphins. Of course, that AP Defensive Player of the Year award, three All-Pros and six Pro Bowls for Jason Taylor in his history with the Dolphins. We pretend to, or we pretend that season in, in East Rutherford didn't happen. Of course, he played for Washington for years well. Cameron Wake was the other no-brainer. Cameron Wake and Jason Taylor combined have like 235 career sacks for the Dolphins. <laughs> it's just stupid numbers. And for as awesome as Jason Taylor's story is, I think you could probably make a case that Cameron Wake's is even more inspirational. Went undrafted, has to go to Canada as the Canadian Defensive Player of the Year for the CFL, signs with the Dolphins in 09, has 98 sacks across 10 seasons with the team, Gets up over 100 career sacks with uh, his final season in the NFL to date, which which came uh, with the Tennessee Titans. Finished with 100 and a half sacks. Wake played 146 games as a member of the Dolphins. Five Pro Bowls, one first-team All-Pro honor. Um, but, of course, with the, the trends of the game today, having that kind of pass rush prowess is, is going to get you noticed. I bomb uh, Bob Baumhauer on the list uh, as well. Five Pro Bowls for Bob, member of the Killer Bees, uh, one All Pro, not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There are no other defensive linemen uh, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame for the Dolphins, uh, but 130 career games played. And I think the consistency of Pro Bowl performances with the performance of some of those units that he was a part of. Uh, puts him in a position, I, I think, to be on this list. And then another B, but not a member of the Killer Bees, Tim Bowens, makes my list. Trace Armstrong, Bill Stanfield, Manny Fernandez, Doug Betters. These are some of my honorable mentions. I think the list is even more expansive than that. I think this is one of the more deeper groups, uh, but it is a little top-heavy with Cam Wake and Jason Taylor. Uh, but Tim Bowens, 157 games played, two Pro Bowls, played in un, a very unsexy position for the Dolphins but was a mountain in the middle, Timbo. So I wanted to give him a little bit of love for the longevity of 157 games played as a member of the Dolphins and those two Pro Bowls. Uh, that, that role that he played, I got him on my list. Um, linebackers is next here on this episode of Locked On Dolphins. But before we get to linebackers, I have to talk to you guys about our friends over at LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the perfect tool to help you make sure you are finding the right candidates for whatever position you are hiring for. Every potential hire feels like a high-stakes wager for you and your small business. 
You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the right individuals with the right skills. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can add your job in a purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easier for you to find the right skills and experience from candidates who are interested in your position to prioritize who you'd like to interview and eventually hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. This is David Harrison of the locked on commanders podcast. And this episode is brought to you by discover looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily with 24 seven us based live customer service from discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Linebackers. The Dolphins have another Pro Football Hall of Fame inductee as of 2023, which is really cool. Uh, because it, it was several years of Dolphins fans going to bat for Zach Thomas and finally having that breakthrough for Zach, who played in 168 games as a member of the Dolphins, finished his career with Dallas, but gets inducted, five first-team All-Pros, seven Pro Bowls. It's, I mean, it's more expansive than names that were he has more first-team All-Pros and Pro Bowls than Jason Taylor did at a, as a first-ballot Hall of Famer. He has more first-team All-Pros than Dan Marino and has the same amount of first-team All-Pros as Dan Marino and Bob Greasy do combined on the offensive side of the ball. you got to go to, like, the Larry Littles of the world to find the same number of first-team All-Pro performances that Zach Thomas had. And obviously tackles, they're not the greatest individual dynamic for measuring a player's success because tackles come in all shapes and forms and and levels of impact. But the way I liken Zach Thomas was he had Luke Keekley's brain in an undersized body that led to him being as late of a draft pick as he was. He was drafted late for a reason because he was an outlier, but really, really special mental processing skills and studying skills. And you hear all the quarterbacks that talk about playing against Zach Thomas and the the testaments that they're willing to give to him and his preparation and what he did for that team from an intangibles perspective, as well as a performance perspective. Nick Bunacani is the other one. Uh, Bunacani's best play in all honesty, probably came when he was in Boston. Uh, He played seven years for the Pats and then seven years for the Dolphins. Uh, but he did have two All-Pros and three Pro Bowl seasons across the 92 games that he played as a member of the Miami Dolphins. He is the other stack off-ball linebacker to be in the Hall, uh, the Hall of Fame in Dolphins heritage and history, and that makes him a no-brainer for this list as well. And he was another one of those uh, critical team culture glue guys as the Dolphins turned their organization around and turned it into what it eventually became. 
I have John Offerdahl on this list. Five Pro Bowls, one All-Pro. Uh, 89 games played for Offerdahl. Uh, and that was kind of, it's another testament to kind of a drop-off between, I think, the, the top half and the, the bottom half of candidates. You know, I've got guys like Bob Brzezinski and A.J. Dewey in here. I, I kind of wanted to put A.J. Dewey in here just for the performance in the AFC Conference Championship game against the Jets, in which he had three interceptions. Um, but I ultimately went with Brian Cox as the fourth uh, Mount Rushmore player. His uh, personality, I think, is probably a nice way to put it, but the contributions that he made uh, to the Dolphins-Bills rivalry in the early 90s, which, of course, Buffalo had plenty of success with but never won a championship with. Uh, the, the double birds photo of Cox walking out against Buffalo is an iconic uh, Dolphins 90s photo as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I think that the linebacker group, I think, is a great testament to just how deep all these great defenses that the Dolphins had to never have to rely necessarily on a guy in the middle because even when it was Zach Thomas, and Zach Thomas was a staple for 168 games, you had Jason Taylor. You had Trace Armstrong for a stretch. You had the secondary of Sertain and Madison, who we're going to get to in a minute. Um, you had Brock Marion in there. I mean, you, you had a slew of really good complementary players around it. You had the Killer Bees, right, was just rolling so deep with the amount of players that you had that were meaningful players for you. You had the no-name defense, which was the quintessential team defense. To not have a um, a slew of offerings, despite of how successful the Dolphins' heritage has been defensively on the defensive side of the ball, to not have like several of the Mike Singletary type players, the Jack Lambert type players, it, great team defenses, and, and that's certainly something that we are hoping to see the Dolphins replicate uh, this upcoming season with some of the additional talent that they do. Uh, have at their disposal. Now, I don't want to do another show before another show, but I do think if you were to look through the front seven, Miami has a few candidates, I think, that by the end of their time here in Miami are, are going to make a really good case. Uh, I think Christian Wilkins can challenge Tim Bowens for a spot in the Dolphins' defensive line, Mount Rushmore. If you were to divide it out and do defensive tackles, he's probably on the list, right? Because it's Bowens. Manny Fernandez, Randy Starks, who had like a low-key, really, really good run with the Dolphins, and then probably Christian Wilkins. But just defensive line, I think Wilkins can crack the stratosphere of what Tim Bowens did. And then we'll see what, what the young player in Jalen Phillips, who, who's getting accolades, a lot of the 25 under 25 teams and lists that come out that spotlight all the best young players in football, like he's on those lists. He's tracking, in my eyes, to be a player of the same caliber of pass rushers, Jason Taylor, Cameron Wade. We can only hope, right? Uh, there, there is some present-day talent available in the secondary as well, and that is where we're going to finish here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So let's talk corners. Uh, The one-two punch of Sam Madison and Patrick Sertain, obviously, uh, Combined seven Pro Bowls between the two, three All-Pro seasons. They played 246 games combined as members of the Dolphins secondary in that late 90s, early 2000s stretch run that those Dolphins teams that were winning 9, 10, 11 games effectively every single year and was hallmarked by the Jimmy Johnson defense, That those were the guys, right? And then you had a stretch shortly thereafter where you drafted Vontae Davis and Sean Smith, and you're saying, oh, they're going to replicate that, and it didn't happen. And then the Dolphins go out, and and they have the successful drafting of Xavier Howard, and they pay Byron Jones, and everybody's mind automatically goes, you think lockdown corners in Miami, you think Sertain and Madison, right, with all of the success that they have, and they're amongst the best ball hawks in franchise history. So they were the the two no-brainer names to write down. I think there's a corner on the roster right now knocking on the door of passing those guys from a ball production standpoint. It's Xavier Howard, active player on the team. This is the second, the th- excuse me, the third active player on the roster to get recognized in this um, Mount Rushmore exercise and series. You had Tyree Kill after one season as a presumed future Hall of Famer. And then based on kind of the lack of depth at the quarterback position and where he already ranks in the stratosphere of franchise leaders. I put Tua Tungvaloa on this list as well. So Xavier Howard's the third active player on this list. 87 games played for Xavier Howard. If he stays healthy all season, he'll crack the 100 games mark. And I think that will put him in a position to pass effectively everybody other than the safety duo. Uh, in interceptions in franchise history. And that, it's going to put him right in the same ballpark of games played as Patrick Sertain. And I make that point to acknowledge this might be it for Xavier in 2023. We'll see how he plays this season. If he plays well this season, they'll find a way to figure it out from a cap perspective, and they'll probably uh, put themselves in a little bit more of a restrictive, less flexible future cap situation to make that work. But you can post-June 1st get out of that contract for Xavier Howard and free up a substantial amount of money as you're getting ready to pay other players. And that's how this is going to have to go. You know, this whole conversation about the window and how it stays open and how are you going to keep your good players, your good young players, you let good old players walk to give the new big contract to the young player in his place. That's how I think that's going to work. Now, I think what's interesting is um, a player who I think has the potential to arrive on this list is a player that arrived this offseason in Jalen Ramsey. The question for Jalen Ramsey, and if he plays himself into a position to earn a spot on a Rushmore, is what does your longevity look like? You're currently under contract for three seasons. There's deferred money and avoid year at the back end of that. You've started to move around more in your career. Can you follow fully that Charles Woodson path and be a player who transitions to safety deeper in your career? Because if he is, 
I'm totally down for a new contract for Jalen Ramsey. I don't think Xavier Howard has that transition in his future. I think he's a corner. I don't think he can convert to safety and play in the same ways that Jalen Ramsey is going to play safety for the Dolphins or nickel for the Dolphins uh, throughout the course of this season for Vic. So we'll see what Jalen can do. He He's kind of, I got an asterisk on him uh, for honorable mention. He's He's got to do it, right? But it's one to watch looming because of how good he has been. I would acknowledge the other um, Mount Rushmore choice at corner is Tim Foley. 134 career games played for Tim Foley. He's got one Pro Bowl to his name. Uh, and then Terrell Buckley, I thought was worth an honorable mention, as well as the asterisk of Jalen Ramsey, and we'll see what he can do. Safety, I think, was was pretty open and shut. I had five, I have six names total down, uh, five of which I thought had very serious consideration to make the list. It's Dick Anderson and Jake Scott, of course. Uh, two all pros a peach for each one of those guys. They're the leading interception players in the history of the Dolphins organization. Uh, eight combined Pro Bowls between the two of them. My third name on that list was Rashad Jones. Uh, safety for 10 years with Miami. His, his tenure kind of came to a close unceremoniously in the 2019 season, uh, which was the Dolphins' rebuild, and then they were kind of boxed into that contract. Didn't really make sense to get rid of him and eat more, more money. Well, he ended up getting hurt and missed a bunch of time anyway. Um, but two Pro Bowls for a day three pick out of the University of Georgia who was able to, to play 128 career games for you as a member of the organization. Um, really, really impressive what he was able to do, in my eyes, as somebody who uh, was kind of another long shot based on where he was drafted. And then the two names that I was kind of stuck between was Lewis Oliver and Glenn Blackwood. Um, I went with Lewis Oliver, 105 games played, uh, pretty robust interception numbers. He he was kind of on and off the team uh, for a couple different stretches, but but him and Glenn Blackwood um, were both very, very close for me for that last spot. And again, if you missed when I introduced this yesterday, I did do a bunch of research, historical research as a guy who was born in 89 uh, for Dolphins Wire a few years back when it was the NFL's 100th season. And they charged us with identifying the top 100 players in franchise history. And I said, okay, well, I got a really good idea as of like 1996. <laughs> Anything before that, I had to do a bunch of research on. So that's where I gained appreciation for names like Blackwood and Lewis Oliver uh, as guys who were very productive players and, and had extended periods in, of stay with the time as well. And then Brock Marion, who I mentioned a little earlier, was the other honorable mention that I had at safety. So I really enjoyed getting the feedback from you guys on the offensive side of the ball, which we did yesterday on Monday. Would love to hear from you on the defensive side of the ball as well. Who did I leave out? Who are you hurt for me to not read their name when going through defensive positions and acknowledging what that Mount Rushmore should look like for the Miami Dolphins with all of their history? I hope you guys enjoyed this jaunt the last two days. We're going to keep it rolling here as we continue to push closer and closer and closer to training camp. So keep it locked in here on Locked on Dolphins. It is your team every day here on the Locked on Network. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make it a great rest of your day. Enjoy the holiday for those who are celebrating today. I'll talk to you all again tomorrow. Fins up. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, 
Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.